0: Today's episode of Reading Aloud is sponsored by Bombas. Bombas are athletic leisure socks, re-engineered to look better, feel better, and perform better with a mission to help those in need. Socks are the number one most requested clothing items at homeless shelters. And Bombus was founded to help solve that problem. You buy one pair... And then they donate one pair to a homeless shelter, which is a great idea. Bombas has donated more than 150,000 pairs of socks to those in need since launching in October 2013. They are purpose-built for athletes and engineered for extreme comfort. So go to bombas.com slash Nate. That's bombas, B-O-M-B-A-S dot slash Nate. And use promo code Nate, and you'll get a free pair. Onto the podcast. It's episode three of Reading Aloud. I'm your host, Nate Cordry. Thanks so much for tuning in to our first ever book club episode. Um, hopefully you guys have read Wolf in White Van by John Darneel. Um And we, I've got so many emails in front of me from listeners who have a point of view about the book, liked it, didn't like it, had specific thoughts we we're going to talk about today. With my panel, I have three friends in the studio with me. Going from my left to my right, I have Paul Shear hello, April Richardson, hi, and John Ross Bowie, hi. They're all here. They like books. Uh, we're sitting around a table, and we're going to talk about this book, Wolf and White Van. I've I've only done one book club in my life, and it lasted two books, right? Because I I picked the wrong books. <laughs> And my friend's were like, I don't want to read a book about baseball, you dumb dumb. I'm not doing this. And no one showed up. I thought up. maybe
1: it was the first two Fifty Shades of Gray
2: Books. <laughs> Just those, the
3: first two. Yeah. Those I read in private. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say that this is my first book club that I have ever done. <laughs> me
1: that. too. Nice. Totally yeah, my first one yeah. ever. Oh, great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool.
3: It's a it seems like it's a great idea, but then the pressure is coming. Like last oh, Monday, yeah. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> I, according to my Kindle, I'm only forty no, percent through. Me too. I have oh, to shit. really get. It was totally like clocking. school
1: assignment time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Completely. Yeah. The the best thing that the Kindle has, and I know that a lot of you probably like to read regular hardbound books, I get that. But they have a time of the book left.
2: Oh, that's amazing. So I know, yeah.
3: I, I like that. In my mind, I'm like, okay, I just need to like 35 more minutes and I'll I know I can
2: be done with it. Yeah, well, but it's a it, workout app. It's like yes. at this pace. Right, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes. How at often this do you pace this going like to This, this take many you pages, this pages long. per minute. Yeah. 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 And for the guy who's got uh, a six-month-old kid yeah. and is yes, reading before bed. It's, you you know you're I, doing four pages and you're my pace it off. is really yeah, yeah for shit. How
0: <laughs> often do you look down at that? Is it every? minute? Or, or do you like, I'm not going to look down for a while. I'm going to keep on reading and see how much a percentage
3: I can check. Well, oh, me, nice. 13%. Yeah. Left. <laughs> yeah. Cause to me, the thing that always drove me nuts about the Kindle was they would on the corner, it would be like location 1720. But out yes. of what, right. what right. does right. that mean? That doesn't, I'm not a robot. I don't understand where that is. Right. right. And so when the percentages came up and the time came up, I'm much more like, cause I do love a real book for the tactile nature of it. And you can, I'm this far away and I've read this much and I feel accomplished. Kindle, you don't feel any of that accomplishment right. uh, or completion or there's this nothing. You're just in this wasteland of like, I hope I'm somewhere in the middle of this. Yeah, yeah, I, fi- yeah. I
2: find that in, when I read, cause I read both. I'll read Kindle yeah. and, and, and regular, regular analog. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, <laughs> when I, when I'm reading digital, uh, I check my percentage at the bottom of every single page. Funny, I just can't even help myself. See, cause I it's right it there. Off
1: cuz I read oh. on iPads oh, nice. and and you can turn it off like you tap it and it'll that'll make that disappear.
3: Mm. I will say that cuz it'll
1: make me get anxious. It yeah, make same, me want to read same faster. thing
0: happened to me. Yeah. I start to get anxious. I see yeah. that number and I start to have a competition in my yes. head. Yes, I'm like you I got to
1: read faster. Yeah, yeah, you
0: can do the same thing with tangible pages where you're looking ahead and counting oh, I have
3: 64 pages left and if I So you, but it's you feel in your that head. you feel that pressure. I mean the, yeah, that Kindle, I mean it's a lot. It's a lot because you don't know. <laughs> you just don't like... I don't know. I I, I I love my Kindle. I feel like I read more on my Kindle. I also buy analog books yeah, as well, yeah. depending on what they look like. Like I bought that Lena Dunham books. I felt like... I liked the, like the the way it felt in Amy a Polar design. Polar book Yeah, yeah. I was like, These are nice yeah, books. Like, is. Yeah. And I want nice books. Yeah. But you know, if I'm gonna read like a Lee child book, I'm gonna get that. Yeah. And that, that way no out. one else
2: can see what you're reading. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's like, yeah. The when same you, way I read comic books now. Yeah. When uh, you're when you're rocking a Baldacci, you want that on your Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's something that people don't talk about though when you're reading a book that you like if there's a usual book club or if you're talking about a book that you read, you don't talk about the actual experience of reading it. You talk about the book and the story and what you like and didn't like but there's another level to it that people don't really talk about like that kind of stuff negotiating how many pages you're trying to read this I, I automatically become a student again. Me too. And mm-hmm. I get anxious. That I, and I, I got to
1: like write a book report at the end yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I took a like a reading class, like a literature class last year, and I had to do close reading. Time out. You did what? Yeah. I took this You're online. Was it like
1: learning annex or something?
0: Yeah, you, well, it was like this extension. Harvard has did this Did you just learn how to read? Yeah. I just learned how to read. And that's why I'm doing this podcast because I'm so. <laughs> I'm so excited. Sentences, paragraphs. It's amazing. Um, I'll read
2: anything. You put it in front of me and I'll <laughs> Fucking signs, read it. <laughs> You're like, yeah,
0: tablets. I'll read those things all day. You're like
2: one of those guys who like who comes out in his 30s and just hits the bar scene every night. Yeah,
3: <laughs> 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 exactly.
2: <laughs> I can't drive my car two blocks without crashing it because I just want to read every <laughs> sign.
0: Um, but I hadn't taken a class in years, obviously. But I just was. Um, I wasn't working and I was bored and I wanted some sort of like motivation so I took this class and you had to close read which is um, you had to read everything twice and you had to have a pencil in one hand and a highlighter in another because you had to write papers about what you were reading and I hadn't done that since I was 20. Right. Mm. And there's a part of your brain that if you just sort of like scratch it it reawakens yeah. um, and that happens every time I read something that I sort of struggle with I negotiate that insecurity that I have that like I'm not sure if I'm smart enough to handle this. Is this too big for me? Yeah. Right. Is this beyond my, but nothing is beyond your realm. Well, if you just sort of
3: work hard well, at it. Well, the thing I that I really, I don't know, really yeah. James Joyce,
1: know about yeah. that.
3: Yeah. Okay, maybe that's a good point. <laughs> they, there are certain things. I will say though, that what, again, not to talk about the Kindle so much, but what I like about the Kindle is, you're sponsored that feature, by Kindle. We get I am it. sponsored by Kindle. <laughs> is that you get to see what other people
2: highlight. And that's, Enormously fascinating.
3: Really? To me. Wait, you do just yeah. like yes. random. You can turn people? it on. You, you can, can turn it, turn it, on it on. off.
2: But yeah, you can see what like what is the most highlighted passage. <gasps> wow. in yeah. A book. Is, Whoa. I would yeah. do that so all the time.
3: It's, it's fascinating when you read it because you'll see like oh like 112 people highlighted this particular passage and it may be something that I'm running past. You know, it hasn't clicked into me. But whenever I see it, I'm. I'm very fascinated by the the group think yeah. of highlighting yeah. books. And then yeah. I and and then I try to highlight every now and then cuz it's so easy. All I have to do is just touch the screen and right. you can highlight. But um I never go back to it. So who cares? But uh, <laughs> yeah. but I, but, I, but I but reading it it feels like you're reading like a, a dog-eared library copy yeah. of something. It's right. like, "Oh, someone yeah. read this and and there's a great um, JJ Abrams produced book. Uh, I say produced because his name is on it as a writer, but I don't think he did that much writing. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's like it, it's like a book that you found in the library, and then there's notes within the book. So you like what I did was I read the book first, and then I went back I and then it. read all like the notes to these two people. But then those notes you have to almost read it a third time, and there's like flyers that stick in. It, it was really a cool like reading experience. Was this like a year ago or so? Yes. And it was wrapped in plastic? Yeah, it was like, called Book S or something yeah, like that. Yeah, It was a very yeah. big, like it yeah. looked very cool, and it was, I think the idea of it was even better than the actual, like... Execution yes. of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did that affect,
0: did that happen to you, John, as well? Were you reading it on a Kindle, or are you reading the hard copy? I
2: read <clears throat> I read the hard copy, but I've read other books on a Kindle. I find I don't retain quite as much if I read on a Kindle for oh, whatever reason. Huh. I don't remember, because I was watching the Olive Kittredge uh, adaptation, I'd read that, In the digital version, and I was watching the movie, like, I don't, I remember maybe (laughs) a quarter of this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no recollection of that guy or this arc or anything. Yeah, Um, so it's weird. Um, I don't know if it's some sort of weird, like, Luddite snobbery in me or something where I'm just like, "Mm, I want paper, but I, I, it doesn't stick with me. But the, the highlighting thing is interesting because it's almost like. It's almost like going in if you can go in again and then read it with the highlights it's like a director's commentary to a certain extent. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. in
2: the sense that it probably maybe it shouldn't be the first way you read a book, but if you're going to go back in and reread it it's fucking fascinating. That's wild. Yeah. And
3: you can just turn it on at the end and just read all through all yeah. the notes so they just have them lined up so you can kind of just go through the notes section and go, oh, yeah. that's interesting. These are some
2: highlights yeah. of people that and and the, I think if they're if they're it's sort of a, uh, a, a democratic process. Yeah. Like yes. enough people highlight something. Exactly. Then it gets highlighted in your copy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. It's exactly. not like if one dude in like Ohio is going to be there. Some yeah. yeah. randos, you know, yeah. underlines Eskimo and we're all stuck yeah. with yeah. But What <laughs> does that joke. mean? Yeah.
3: But it is interesting though to look at certain books and be like, wow, every – a majority of people said this was interesting, interesting to them. Path, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's get
0: into Wolf and White Van. Um, I have it in front of me. I wanted to sort of like go around the room and each of you, just sort of share your general point of view on it. We can get into more specific stuff as we go on, but I just wanted to hear your overall. I don't know if you can give it a star, like how many <laughs> stars you want to give it, but um, just your overall. Um, your overall vibe and what you liked, and sort of when you put it down, what was your what was your feeling? And I'll start. Um, don't start with me. I won't start with Paul, obviously. Thank you. I would start with April.
1: Oh, okay. April,
0: what do you think? What did um, you think of? Wolf I liked and Wine? it. I
1: really enjoyed it. Funnily enough, like I don't read a lot of. Fi- I can't tell you the last time I read a fi- fiction book. Mm. And that's. I have a terrible imagination. I don't, I almost don't like fantasy and stuff. Like, like I read, yeah. I just like reading about real people and real events and finding out more about that stuff. So, I weirdly, I, that sounds so terrible, especially no, no, for somebody no, no. who's like supposed to like make comedy or whatever that I'm like, I hate imagination. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I just, I lose patience quickly with things like that. But, like, especially, I liked it. I liked the book. A lot, yeah. surprisingly. Like when I first started reading it, and especially when he got into I'm obviously allowed to like do spoilers. Oh, or whatever, yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> he shoots himself in the face. Right, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm when, the last he first,
1: <laughs> when he first got into like the game stuff, I, I kind of, I super don't like that stuff. Yeah. And it, it confuses me easily. I'm Same not here. that smart. Like, I'm really not. Come and on. especially when it gets into like you have to suspend disbelief for like all that kind of stuff, I'm like, oh, I'm done. Yep. Um, but I did, I liked that it was. The parts where he was talking about, like, getting mail and the people writing to him, mm-hmm. like, actually on letters to, like, do the moves in this game and yeah. stuff. And how that w- that became kind of his life. And especially in a situation, like, he didn't really have any friends and, like, he was just sitting down answering these letters. Yeah. Like, that actually rang true for me because when I was a teenager, I wrote a zine. And, like, mm. that was my – like, I got Whoa. real mail all the time. Like, I would come home – the highlight of my day was coming home to get the mail out of the mailbox. And, like, that was Amazing. my thing. And I, like, sat in my room and and wrote letters back to people and stuff. So I was like, oh, I super identify with that. Yeah. And so even though he was talking about a game, I just kind of – it really rang true with me as far as just the activity of, like, well, I don't have that many friends, like, in real life. But these – this kind of correspondence is, like, yeah. my – what I lean on yeah, as yeah, friendship. Yeah. So I like that. And I – yeah, I thought it was – I was st- – and I was starting to get annoyed Again, this is me being like a child because through it though I was like, "Tell me how this accident happened." Like, you know what yeah. I mean? I was starting Absolutely. to lose patience with the like. Okay, what happened to your face, dude? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. I mean? Right. But then when I got to the end, I was like, "Oh, I I liked the way that it's earned." Yeah, yeah, I did. I I enjoyed it.
0: John, what did you think overall?
2: You know, overall, a uh, a um a solid like not love. Yep. Um, fan of John Darneal's music and his lyric writing specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, think he's a great storyteller as a songwriter. Yeah. Always have, and was really looking forward to this book. So maybe that fucked me up a little oh, bit. Yeah, maybe like I came in f- with my expectations yeah. a little high. Yep. Um I am not sure that the end of the book is is earned in the sense that I buy him shooting himself, I don't buy him considering killing his parents. Right, that was a lot. Yeah, and I that was yep. that, that was a jump that like going th- and I was just rereading the book uh, or like going through some some notes and stuff and and there are hints of this guy with he's got issues of power. Power is a motif in the book from like the Conan hallucinations really early on where he's in his grandmother's backyard and he views like this as a wasteland. a throne of bones. Yeah, Yeah, throne of bones and everything. (laughs) There's all the, power is a huge thing and then eventually he becomes like this sort of secretive, a dungeon master you can't even see. Right. You know, and that's that's kind of, that's really interesting and exciting but it's not a psychopathology and that's kind of what we're talking about here. Someone who who thinks they're going to kill their parents and then kill himself, that's psychopath behavior and I don't know that I... You yeah, also I see a lot of empathy that, totally. from the guy too. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Seems yeah. Super he's a very chilled. empathetic character. Yeah. He, oh, he, uh, it, what one of the most interesting things in the book was how he's constantly feeling bad for the people who have to deal with his fucked up face. Nice. Right. There's like yes. that, um, There's this amazing like through line of him being like, it's really hard for people to hear me breathe. It's yeah. really hard. People always have to look away. Yeah, to the hold
0: my my eyes. There's a, so many. There's like two moments where he makes eye contact with someone, and it's
3: like profound. yeah, in 200 yeah. pages, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'm jumping ahead to before I give you my ultimate. but but about that ending and maybe I misread this I'm very nervous to voice my opinions on on books now Uh, don't be nervous but but I felt like what he was building up in a way and and maybe I want to back into this quote but uh, or this opinion but like what people blame kids for the violence like listening to rock music and Cohen. like I felt like he delivered that, and I thought to me was a little bit weird. I was like, "Well, so this is a kid who is into all this sort of stuff, and then winds up yeah. threatening to kill his parents, and then kills himself." Like it's ex- exactly what the right Typical would tell you. Thing, right? is, I and I, and I totally thought that agree. was a little bit weird. I was like, "Oh,
1: because I didn't know if I was reading it right." I'm with you when yeah. I got to end, I was like, "Oh, wait, so he's like all up in the game and is all tripped up in the violence of the game yeah. himself?" Like I'm totally with you. I'm like, yeah. "So this is supposed to be a lesson." Like especially yeah. with the court case or whatever, where we're supposed to go, oh, they shouldn't blame him. And right. then at the end, you're like, wait, they should. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. Right. And what I, uh,
3: motivated this? Yeah, right. What's the motivation of this of the, the entire you story? And felt like he was trying to. A little bit maybe now in reading it too, like seeing the end, like when he sends the uh, he sends the scalpel, right? He sends the scalpel. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so when he sends the scalpel, it's like you <sighs> are you are disabled. helping these. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. yes. And so that was interesting too. And I felt like the court case. Just to give you my my brief thing, I liked lot, not loved. I thought that uh, it was written really well, and it was an interesting character study as a a novel. I didn't know if it t- yeah. totally coalesced, for me. but but I feel like he like. I feel like he is guilty of uh, or or wanted to kind of fuck with those kids. And they didn't kind of get into the court case as much as I want. I felt like they were going to get more. Like he got those letters and was his whole world crumbling. And it just sort of like, and we're now off to another yeah, thing. Now. The right.
0: letter bit, I'm just going to jump yeah, on that. Please. The letter bit came and went. Like, they're writing them hate mail, and like, don't go to sleep, yeah. I know where you oh, live. right,
1: and then nothing. And then it yeah. never yeah.
0: came up again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, thought, I was like, if you're going to drop this into the middle of a book, like, it better pay off later. Like, right. why yeah. is this here?
2: Or make it a point that it doesn't pay off. Right, right, right. Or make it a point that, like, these are just idle threats. But it still felt like it was kind of tossed in there. Yeah. Um, well, especially
3: because once you – like, and I, I, the, the book has this amazing ability to unfold. Everything's unfolding, unfolding. Yeah. So, like, you think originally, like, oh, these two kids, like, they, they're responsible. They took Trace Italian too seriously and then they've – you know, they're idiots. But then, they're, oh, the scalpel – Oh, okay. So, what don't we know about this court case? Because right. it just sort of like, things were you were on his side, and then all of a sudden you weren't. But then it just would it just kind of dead ended a little. Yeah, bit. yeah. And, yeah. And that also yeah.
2: kind of and that interestingly enough contradicts my point about um, about you know do we see this guy as a as a sort of psychopath who who. Um, who would kill his parents? We don't know. He's not a reliable narr- narrator. Yeah, right. He, he proves every thirty pages or so. There's an extra little droplet of like, oh, and by the way, there's this kind of weird thing that happened. Right, and uh, so maybe we don't have the whole story. If he is really a psychopath, maybe he's lying to us as well. You but know? I
3: and I didn't feel, but I didn't feel fulfilled at the. Oh, sorry, I'm like that like, didn't no. feel fu- fulfilled at the end to be like, even if he was a psychopath. We didn't see, like, even what would, like, I felt like we didn't see that much of him before the accident. I mean, we see a little bit of him before the accident. We, we see him In after the accident. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't get, like, well, why what would even build you to that parent thing? Like, I didn't, yeah. they, you don't ever feel. Yeah, his
1: parents are never, I'm with you. Yeah. Like, it's never, you don't read, like, his parents are never cruel to him. or just like just kind there's of garden never, variety lamos. Yeah, you
2: know? exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's
1: never any point where you're like, well, of course he would. Get mad at them. And
3: one whatever. of the, the first images of the book is of his father carrying him. Yeah. Like, yes. You like know, a child, he says. Yeah. And he's like, like yeah.
2: 16 or 17, and it's right after yeah. the accident. I, yeah.
1: Okay. Sorry. To, uh, my thing, no. and this might sound super dumb too, but like I got super confused with the timeline only because oh, yeah. I was no, like, it's, it's not, he was
0: all over the place. Totally.
1: Yeah. So I was like, I didn't get how old he was supposed to be. I mean, I did later because he talks about hanging out with Kimmy. So you're like, okay, he's still in I didn't get it because also. If the game was the main thing that made him shoot himself, essentially, if he's, like, way into it. But when I was reading it, I got the impression that he came up with most of the game when he was in the hospital. Yeah. Which is right. after he shoots himself. Yes. You know, I mean,
2: if we're, if we're going to – So I, I just didn't
1: get how old he was at certain points. Sure,
2: yeah. Sure, you yeah know? Was, and then he's
1: living on his own, but then they said – there's one part where the parents are, like, they say you're not going to walk till you're 19. Right. And he's, like – I'll walk before then. Let me live on my own. So I'm like, so you're eight. I just didn't get how old he was at each point.
3: Because he also, I mean, and this may be just me a misunderstanding, but his dad was carrying him like a child at 16, but it felt like he never went home because they, his wheelchair couldn't fit right. in the yeah, house. Yeah, that too. Yeah. So I was confused. Like, oh, I, I thought he immediately went from the hospital to this assisted living facility. Right. But I mean, maybe he went home for holidays. No, I he's think like, he,
2: I think they go home and they they have to leave the uh, wheelchair for oh, the, front so of the house. Like uh, oh, so he's like hence the carrying. Okay. okay right. So, but I mean, but oh, right.
3: he, but so he, there was a period though where he went home. After the hospital. I guess I, yeah. I, Okay, briefly all right, I think. All right, yeah, yeah, right.
2: All right. And and as far as like the, the timeline of influences, um I the way I understood it, if we are to blame anything for his breakdown and his his attempted suicide, um and again this is a huge if, but I think it's the uh it's the Conan book. Yes. Oh books, right. It's all okay, the, it's not and his then, game And then okay. and then his complete inability to to talk at all for weeks after the shooting is what leads him to create this fantasy world oh, okay, that's that's where he's that kind of living okay. in this Yeah, um, I heard that and
3: I'm, you know, I'm gonna be a little bit vague on the details because I did not read it but his first book which was a 33 and a third book right? Uh, Masters of Reality yeah Masters of Reality yeah. also had is like they, people said this is a very much like a uh, a, a trying to like no or like a, a dry run at this book because it was oh, wow. it was about a kid in a psych ward who was listening to Black Sabbath right, right? and okay. it, so there was there are some similarities about how those songs affect him and he's from an abusive father and I think he may have tried to commit suicide that's where I'm a little bit foggy on the details of that book but right. so like that that book was kind of. a uh, a dry run in the same yeah, yeah. vein.
2: And, and Darniel himself worked as a psychiatric nurse yes. uh, in a, uh, a facility. Really? I think, I want to say out here in Southern California. Um, near, I think we're near where the book takes place, out like Inland Empire, yeah, yeah. kind of, kind of out and out, out on the ten, right? Unless um, right. I, I alienate everyone who. <laughs> you guys know um, the ten. Our friends um, in Montclair who are listening right now. Yeah, in enjoy. Um But the uh, yeah, I read. The, I think I read the the same review talking about his Black Sabbath. book yes. as A dry run for this, and uh, it's interesting because it does sort of. I was reminded of. Um, Cavalier and Clay, while I was reading Mm. this book, and not not, it's not always a favorable comparison, because I love Cavalier and Clay. It's one of my favorite books, same here. It's 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 a gem of a book, but it's it's in the sense that both books are about um, the power and dangers of escapism. Yes, exactly. And both books have this story within them. In this case, it's Trace In the in Cavalier and Clay, it's all the the origin stories of the escapist. and I found the I found the Trace Italia stuff actually really interesting and, and I was like, Oh, that would be a fun game.
0: Yeah. And right. I
2: actually went went looking online and fished around for like actual analog games that yeah, you yeah. can play via mail and they're out there. There's right. something for everybody nowadays. Yeah, you find yeah. it on the internet and then yeah. you start and then you right. put, yeah, yeah, yeah. put pen to paper. Um but I, I think where I, I don't I can't figure out where where Wolf and White Van falls short for me in its comparison to Cavalier and Clay. It's maybe maybe it's what we're talking about. Maybe it's the fact that we don't hear a lot of what happened before the accident. We don't get to see too, enough of Sean as a little kid yeah. and as a little formative kid taking in um, metal and prog rock and comic books and Conan yeah. and and meanwhile Cavalier and Clay is exhaustive in its detail right, and yeah. you hear every step of these kids' lives up until they're 30 or something. Yeah. You know? and the so description of
0: those cassette tapes and the girl's yeah, purse amazing. and all the tape was just so and the sound of it totally. scratching. Yeah. Totally. Like that totally brought me back to all those
3: cassette tapes and opening up and reading all the... Right. To me, what I thought was the defining thing or the, the thing that I loved and took away from this book the most were the scenes. Like those... Like, yep. like like, those little moments were captured beautifully yeah. and yeah. like yeah. in particular I love the scene where he talks to those two kids like in front of the 7-Eleven yes. I yes. love that I mean. scene. So that much. scene is
2: incredible yes. dude your yeah. face yes yeah, yeah. yeah. So and then he comes over and he yeah. re- he's yeah. drawn to them like yeah. magnetically like yeah, yeah. yeah you want to yeah. talk about my face let's yeah. fucking do this yes I'm dying to talk yeah, about, yeah. about my face yeah let's not shy away from this man I want to yeah this yeah. shit went down
1: yeah
0: totally I think um there's so much to talk about, but um, what did you think by the way we, yeah. Oh, yeah, we've yeah we've oh, all yeah i I'm similar to John and um we were talking outside before we came into the the podcast um like not love, and I was really frustrated, like april said in the in the beginning, early on, I was like i'm I'm seeing a lot of dreams. I'm seeing yeah. a lot of recollections of the past, which is great. But I need to know what's happening now. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm floating in this sort of ethereal world. And I I, I need um, some concrete, like, what is happening now? Where are we? Before we go into mm-hmm. magic time, mm-hmm. I need to know reality. And he he pushes that.
3: For me a little too far, especially yeah. in the first 40 pages. I
0: totally agree. I feel agree. like
3: I wouldn't have continued unless I had, like I was like, Same I was like here. getting through and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, come yes, on, yeah. Completely. It's one of the great things
0: about a book club is that it forces you to push your own sort of reading boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I picked this book up, like you just said, like in the bookstore read 10 pages, I would have put it right back.
1: Totally. Yeah.
0: Because we all have our very specific tastes about what turns us on in books and what doesn't and this doesn't turn me on. And But also, it's also what's great about it if you, if you fight through and complete the book is that this book is about memory and about r- cuz the author made it really specific that this guy Sean is our narrator mm-hmm. it's told from his perspective no one else has a point of view except his own so you're so all the all the stuff about his past is all his own memory and he's being very specific about the memories that he's choosing and everything like you know memory is so Uh, it's like every courtroom is like whatever you remember is, is not actually what happened. It's your own interpretation of what happened. Right. And the more the time passes, the more muddy it gets. And he suffered this incredible trauma and it's, he's going back in his own world to sort of describe what happened, but he's not a trustworthy, um, narrator. So you just have to buy into that. Um, but, uh, it was really interesting for him to just go. Be- it was this is a this is a book about someone's memory and about their past yeah. and how they're remembering it. And I think that's sort of a fascinating world, John.
2: There's a great. Uh, I'm allowed to read out loud. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm do that later on, on a podcast called Reading aloud There's a great thing right on, <laughs> on page one. He and I actually I actually liked the beginning of the book. I thought it, I was like, okay, it's setting up some rules for this world, and this world is going to be a little fuzzy and dictated by um by the memory of someone who was had some massive head injury. You don't right, know that right, early right, on. Yeah, right. But you're like, okay, it's it's gonna be, it's gonna not be the most linear trip. And you're kind of warned or foreshadowed of that right here um, in that scene we're all talking about where the father's carrying him down the hall. Uh, he did it every day for a long time from my first day back until what seemed like a 100 years later. And after a while, the scene blurred into innumerable, interchangeable, identical scenes, layered one on top of the other like transparencies. And yeah. when, that's a really powerful image mm-hmm. that's really yeah that 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 visual metaphor of the transparencies being laid over where they're all kind of similar but they're yeah. also it's like cell animation almost and you're like oh each one's yeah, a yeah. little different and that that grabbed you that like, grabbed me and it also kind of warned me for um oh, this is gonna be messy this is gonna be messy exactly great huh. word yeah uh, this huh. is gonna be kind of a messy ride you know, look to the back. It's only two hundred pages. You know, is it small? Yeah, I'm not going to take, yeah, take up a ton of your time here. You know, but <laughs> right. it's going to be a messy ride. Right, and it is. And um, but it's funny. I didn't. That didn't bother me because I felt I felt adequately warned by the by the That's first funny, page. I right? think. Did you? As soon
0: as you read that passage, did that plug in? You're like, okay, he's he's triggering us. Or did you make put add that, that up together once you finished reading the book?
2: I guess I was like, okay, this is going to be this is a book, this is the first real novel by a songwriter. It's gonna be pretty lyrical. Lyric, yeah, right? yeah, and, exactly. uh, and as such... Um you know we're not diving into the da vinci code here we're going right. to you know we're we're going <laughs> right. to we're going to take our time we're going to roll up our sleeves and we're going to sweat a little Wh-
3: bit which know. is why and i feel like you know sometimes i feel like most books are like the first it's like like watching shakespeare on stage sometimes for me like it takes me like the first 10 15 minutes Get it, like, yes. and Rhythm now i'm in this the, Yes, yeah. and i feel like i was fine to like at the, i was like it would felt like the first 40 pages to me were like Okay, all right, I'm getting it. I'm like and then when I was in. Yes. And that's why I felt like at the end and at certain points it felt a little bit more let down. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm give, I'm now committed over to you and I didn't feel like you paid me off in a way that yeah, I yeah, that right. I yeah. you know, and especially because it's from him as a narrator, like, well what's what's behind these? I felt like sometimes the thoughts felt a little bit more empty. Like, I mean, was he mm. writing this for somebody else? Like if he's writing it for court. You know, then I right. see right. Oh, yeah. eliminating things. But yeah. this is, why? This is an internal monologue. Yeah. And it's a great but I felt like we were missing there were a couple parts I felt missing. You I know? think yeah. about
2: that pr- pretty much every first person narrated novel I've ever read. I'm like, why mm. why are you telling me this? Right. Yeah, yeah why? And why and, and usually they and usually these novels have something catastrophic in them. Yeah. Gatsby dies or something. Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you've had almost a hundred years, so you know. But uh um and you're like, okay, there's somebody who was there who needs to work through his or yeah. her shit. Yeah. Fine. Um But, yeah, I um, I thought that, too. Like, this obviously isn't admissible. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and um, – uh, but I guess maybe that's it. Maybe that's the key thing is that he needs to explain – he thinks he needs to explain why he would have done such a thing as right. put a gun under his chin. Right. And at the same time, none of us are really satisfied with that explanation. No, yeah. not at all. So it's it's an interesting little question.
0: To piggyback on what you talked about, him being um, a musician and in it being lyrical, mm-hmm. um, one of my listeners uh, wrote in, Griffin um, – and his point of view was, I read somewhere that ever since Bob Dylan and Leonard Cohen, what folk lyricists, which John Darneal is, sure. okay. um, what folk lyricists have been trying to do is push themselves to the limits of what they are able to express. While some of the more oblique images and lines... Might not form as well in our heads. They hold power because it's easy to tell how personal they are, and there's a radiant confidence inherent to someone dedicated to the task of cutting out the middleman of literal language, to hint at something much more important than they could possibly uh, than they could possibly express using it. Okay. And I thought that was a really interesting point of view of, of that. There's so many that it's not about the actual words. It's about um, the bigger picture and, 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 and sort of resign to the fact that some things are sort of unexplainable and you can kind of write a map to it. But you sort of you allow each person's imagination to sort of build on it on their own.
2: Well, I mean that that speaks to um, what Sheer said about um, about how you remember scenes and vignettes from this novel. Again, to come back to that fucking parking lot, which I can smell. Right. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, that yeah, parking absolutely. lot smells like hot asphalt and, <laughs> and beer yep. that has been digested. Right. And uh, and there's like a little you know if the if the radio's on from one of the cars and there's the hum of exhaust and you know all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two fairy. dudes
1: to me look like two dudes from heavy metal parking lot. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's totally the image yeah. I had. That's uh,
2: totally the image I had.
3: And I think he does an amazing job at that. Like you yeah. feel that I oddly felt less com- like connected to the game world uh, in a weird way. Like yeah. I, I felt like I was, um, but maybe that was also. John
2: Darnell writing as Sean, not writing, not, yeah. Yeah, that's so interesting you say that because there's one point where he refers to, um, where Sean refers to himself as not a very good writer. Yeah. And he, yeah. And he uses the Trace Italia stuff to cite that. And the Trace totally. Italia stuff is solid pot boiler sci-fi right. writing right you yes. know it's not amazing literary sci-fi but it's solid and it's compelling yeah. and, but it is not as evocative as the scenes around Pomona
0: yeah uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. A, totally. around
2: pre-apocalyptic Pomona yeah, yeah Yeah.
0: there's a great description he has also of Southern California as well which I have somewhere in the book he describes how other people look at Southern California and say that's just disgusting oh yeah he's <laughs> talking about the, yeah. the, the rear of the arcade and the, yeah oh yes um, and and the then lights yes. come on and, yeah but yeah. then he yeah. describes it in sort of a beautiful way right that was kind of amazing we're going to take the shortest of breaks here in Reading Loud we'll be right back we're back. It's Reading Aloud. It's the first uh, book club episode of Reading Aloud. I'm here with Paul Shear, April Richardson, and John Ross Bowie. We're talking about Wolf and White Van. And I had a question come up um, through our our email, which is readingaloudpodcast at gmail.com. If you have thoughts about the book or um, about the podcast, send those in. This is from uh, Michael. Uh, he says... Wolf and White Van reminisces deeply and frequently about the past and childhood. Were any of your own childhood memories dredged up while reading the book? For me, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, totally. It just and you you'd said earlier about working on your zine. Yeah. You were really able to sort of like dig into that. Oh,
1: all of that. That and like the music as I mean, yeah, I feel like that's Pretty universal. But, yeah. yeah. I, had,
2: I had a zine in high school and I had I had, I had pen pals uh, that I'd gotten through the back of a punk rock fanzine. Whoa. Whoa. So totally, totally me too. So I, 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 that whole idea of like the males here. Yeah. I, I, yes. That was actually the last time I've been really fucking. Because, you know, when you're in high school and you're getting zine mail, that's it. You're not getting bills. You're right, just right? getting yeah. the mail. It's just They're good. excited it's yeah. just good. the mail, it's mail. is just good news. It's a news. party. It's yep. either good yeah. news or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it was, it was um, goddamn wistful at points. Oh, same uh, here. Yeah, talking all about All of that there's and a, all
1: of the tape. Like, just replace yes and rush with, like, the Smiths. And I'm totally. like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. totally <laughs> yeah. I get totally. all of that. The
0: passage where he describes uh, wistful, was that the word that you yeah. use? I. I completely agree. When he was actually describing what the game was, yeah. I thought, I I got so excited. Because today, I mean, today you have... Um, I don't know if like just video games or like Halo or whatever is like the 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 sub the current version of this, but video games you have instantaneously. Right. You sit down, you turn it on, and all of a sudden you are, and there's no imagination required. Yeah. It's all painted for you, and you can right. do everything, and it's and it's all. And then when you're bored, you t- turn it off. You want to play in 15 minutes, you turn it back on. The, anticip- the anticipation is gone. Yeah. There's the anticipation of the game coming out, going to the store and buying it, and then unwrapping it. But that's not enough. Right. This, the anticipation of yeah. it taking weeks. We- totally. Weeks. And when yeah. that piece of mail comes, and the amount of, and it's, you know, he wrote four sentences describing an entire universe. Yeah. He's letting you build the imag- – like, use your own imagination and build that world in your own. Mm. And how ex- – and that got me so –
3: Excited! It made yeah. me want to play the game. Yeah, very I did so, want yeah. to play the game, and I mean, I'm coming from uh, like as a kid. I love those choose your own adventure books, which are also, yeah. you know, I mean, there is an immediate gratification.
0: He recently to that. died, I think, last last week, oh, really? actually. Yeah, the guy who no sort of, shit. yeah, no way. I forget his name, but he was on Twitter, yeah, um, because adventure. he chose to go into the dark cave. <laughs> uh,
2: that's he chose the so. job uh, uh, You can cut that. You can cut that. That's, <laughs> that's, uh, that's, dang, uh, that's yeah, in the French. worst possible taste. Uh. I apologize to his family and his loved ones. I'm very sorry.
3: But those books were so amazing because they did make you an active participant. Like you would Love think them. like, what I just actually bought a bunch on Amazon. They like, they have them and <laughs> awesome. they're, they're bundled together. Like in packs of three, they're great. Yeah. And, um, they're fantastic. I, I, for as a kid, you like, you felt you had this control. I loved it. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. There's,
2: there's, let's talk about choices for a moment because that's another. And, I mean, I feel like this is fucking freshman year shit to be like, this book <laughs> is about choices because the fucking Quran is about choices. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Everything's about choices. But this book is explicitly about choices. Right. And um, in the sense that he makes this choice to not kill his parents, to try to kill right. himself. And then he puts himself down into a world where he has – control over other people's choices. And that's how he sort of Mm. reasserts power and control after his accident. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's a a part later on in the book, and the the narrative really starts to unravel towards the end. And there's a few... there's a few t- here we go um i'm not gonna read it out loud but it, there's a section on page 162 of the hardcover of you're the, just, gonna uh, sil- <laughs> you just gonna read cover. it silently um uh <laughs> read along at home pause for a second and read along at home but there's a point where he um out of nowhere yes he just starts detailing um moves the, the moves oh, you right. can make yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. in like those the game lists. Yeah. yeah yeah and they all end up at the same place they all will take you to Coronado. Whoa! Yeah. Oh,
1: I didn't notice that.
0: All I didn't notice. To be
2: that honest, no, I kind of yeah.
1: skipped it when I, I, all, I saw that what he was yeah. doing. I was like, okay. okay. I <laughs> skipped <laughs> two,
2: and then I was like, no, you know, Don't this skip. is a two hundred page book that everything's got to be here for a reason. I right. went right. back and I was like, oh shit! So the rather dark, cynical choice here is that all of your choices are going to take you to the same Fuck. place, right? Right. Well, but I also right. it's a dark read. I'll mm-hmm. grant but you. No, but I, I think that
3: that's in there. But there's something about this, like he like. There's no reason for this character to move forward, right? I mean, this char- like he's mm. invented this life for himself, like, and I feel like that's you know whatever the parallel of this, you know, like mm-hmm. the, like the game is also like there's no reason to continue playing the game. Every choice leads to the same spot, but it's just the act of doing something right.
1: yeah. is oh yeah, because doesn't he specifically all- say you can't win the game? You can't like don't win it. Yeah,
2: exactly. So you yeah. have yeah. to play for a hundred years or something. Yeah.
3: exactly. Yeah. So I feel like there is like. I think like the the action of just not staying still is like interesting, right. which is again if then if you go, well if that's an overlying theme, I don't know if I'd buy that if for his character. I mean, I guess his I mean it doesn't seem like his character is enjoying life. It seems like his character is just if his character is saying well I'll just keep on making choices and you just will exist and you'll live. I feel like his character doesn't really do much of mm-hmm. that. Like mm-hmm. or the lead... last time he made a really big choice, he blew his fucking face yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah And you said something that made me go, I just want to make sure if my reading of do you think he was going to kill his parents and kill himself or just kill his parents? That's a good question. Yeah, and I that's couldn't that's not figure clear. that out either. Yeah. That's a good question. Yeah. I thought he was going to kill his parents and then kill himself and then that's, decided That was on, my know, guess. That was my read, but yeah. you're right. That's not
2: explicit. Yeah,
3: you're right. Um,
0: yeah, because
1: I couldn't, the only reason I questioned, I thought that at first and then I just went back to the beginning where he was all like lording over yeah. this dominion where he like kills every. Then I thought maybe he was just gonna kill them and live because he right. was like weirdly into that control of, you know, the beginning in his grandmother's yard where he's like, yeah, I, you know, I'm Conan and everybody, yeah, yeah. I get to decide Slaves who lives or dies. And, and Ooh, yeah, stuff wait like a that.
3: second. This is maybe a very, very freshman in college read of Let's this. Do it. Fucking get in there. Yeah. Fucking
2: get in there.
3: Is the, is the thing that, all right, so you will never win the game. The same like uh, like a metaphor for you'll never get close to him. You'll never find out him. Like you can't contact. Oh, him. You can't get near yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, like yeah. he, so it's like you'll you'll engage with him forever. but yeah. You'll never know like yeah, yeah, his yeah. brain is yeah. the center. Like you know. Uh, so we are in fact all playing the game. We are. Yeah. Right, exactly. Right. So like that's like a metaphor for everything. Like you'll yeah. never you'll never know. And, and that's yeah.
0: And yet these two kids. Um, who one of them yeah. I forget the girl's names Lance and Carrie I think yeah yeah, yeah. they take it literally yes yeah. and they try to I, I, this is
3: she tried to bury her. She tried. I didn't to get death. how they died. Yeah. To be I think they were with you. hiding in the weeds because at one point they have to hide because people are coming right. and they uh, froze to death. They froze to didn't death. Didn't they like yeah.
1: dig a ditch for themselves or yeah. something? I think yeah, yeah, to okay. hide, okay. but like to more yeah.
3: less to be buried and more to just like hide from the the troopers that were okay. coming. But even, like to to
0: piggyback in your point, the Trace Italia thing is uh, all that thing is almost completely underground the way that it's described yeah. and these kids were digging into the ground to try to get mm-hmm. closer to right. yeah. uh, solving the game maybe to get closer to Sean yeah. and they end up dying.
2: There's a digging, yeah, digging, digging that yeah. goes through and the and whole And it's also bed. what yeah. he's doing in the
0: entire book as well like yeah. digging into his past digging into his child trying to figure yeah. out You know, that
2: scene in the um, uh, the scene at the beginning uh, the kind of hallucination he has in his grandparents backyard happens after the pool has been drained so it's just a big hole in the ground. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah there, Something that um, I wanted to read this little bit about, um, th- his relationship with his parents is so just... Heartbreaking and sad, and you kind of feel for them a oh little bit. Oh yeah, and there's just such they're you know like you said in the beginning kind of lamos. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's page one ninety three. But they just sounded
1: like standard issue parents to me. Like yeah. they were just like this is like my pe-. like they don't get him, but it's like what parents but do the, get you when you're. I a thought teenage?
3: it was so yeah. telling and so interesting about the father going. You can't tell your grandmother what oh, happened. Oh yeah, And then totally. he can't go to his can't girlfriend. go to the yeah, funeral. Like, yeah,
1: that Ugh. after the accident. And his yeah, dad
3: totally. starts
0: to cry at that. Yes. Yeah. It's like, there's a there's a, a little piece on page 193. It, um, he's drawing in his um, notebook. At the table, Mom asked what I had been drawing when she came to get me dinner, and I pretended I didn't know what she was talking about. It was like walking a tightrope. I've been lying on my bed with a sketchbook open and several different pencils at hand for different shadings, and she knocked knock once and then open the door. As soon as I heard the knock, reflexively, I closed my notebook just to be safe. I'm not sure from what, but I was still there with a notebook in front of me when she came in. The thing you were drawing just now when I came to get you. I can't draw, I said. But you were drawing something, weren't you, when I came in just now, she said. Not really, I said. There are planets so far away from ours that no scientist will ever guess that they exist, let alone know the stories of their civilizations, their beginnings and ends. They're not being kept secret from us, but they're secret all the same. And I just thought that was like, is he just saying his mother will never understand what is going on in his brain? But it's not being kept a secret from right. her. Right.
2: Exactly. Just will never yeah. She just will never know. And, and ergo, neither will we. Right. right. Just, and pointy it at sheer. It well, yeah,
3: <laughs> but, but then, but that also is like he was. We will never let anyone. Yeah. To, you won't even trust anyone to get that close. Right. And I'll. I mean, but it seems like, and I'm I'm bad with names. I do it all the time. But the. The uh, the girl that he hangs out with, the day— Kimmy. 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 Yeah. Like, it seems like they have, a con- like, a, a more of a solid connection, yeah. right? And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And I was also confused about how he comes off of that day. That day seemed that pretty, seems pretty, so pretty good. Exactly.
2: He kisses this girl. He's at yeah. the great arcade. He spends the day listening to Rush and making out. Yeah, wow. yeah.
1: exactly. Sure. And she it takes
2: his hand and guides it. yeah, down, yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah.
1: So I'm like, what's this dude pissed yeah. about?
3: God yeah. damn! Like that was the stuff. But then it's like, well, you won't know what's going on in my head. But when you're doing a book like this, where it's a first-person narrator,
2: you kind of want a little bit. Yes. of that you right. want to have some responsibility to let us in. A some little bit. bit. My yeah. only
1: guess with that, because I feel exactly the same yeah. way. I'm like, this seems so rad. And so my only,
2: <laughs> this is, you got a little finger action. Right, Everyone yeah. gets
1: <laughs> a Little finger blast. What's <laughs> going on? <laughs> But my and this is probably super JV too. But then I thought maybe he just thought like it'll never get better than that. No, um, uh, that was kind yeah. of that, yeah, like, right. Oh, it's never. I can't. You know that's as good as life gets. I don't but, know. It, but it
3: also because seem...
1: as a kid, maybe yeah. you think that like you can't see past. Right. Yeah, you know. I don't know.
0: When I was a kid, I had like I was in Boy Scouts, and there was one guy in Boy Scouts who was really into Dungeons and Dragons, and he was like right out of the fucking you know, it's like he was your typical dungeon master, poor right. guy. Yeah. And <laughs> my mother wouldn't let me play it. Oh yeah, me either. She, all right, I want to talk about this because she was like, people actually people murder people. This what? is a cult. And in England, someone murdered someone in England. Mm-hmm. So you are not
2: playing this game. I think there's one thing that happened in in like Vermont or something, too. There, right. were like, there were like two incidences of people like going underground and building like some sort of tunnel in their right. basement. Yeah. And somebody died and like people yeah. flipped out. But I, yeah, there was there was a little bit of and it was just those two incidents, two or three incidents that were being blown totally out of proportion. Yeah, yeah. Right. But it was it was Part of that whole Reagan era conservatism of like this is a cult, this is overly sexual. Everything is sickness. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 and it really is just. It's just
3: structure for an imagination. There's no, like I mean, even Kiss was, you know, viewed as being like,
2: I mean, it's so funny that Kiss know, is viewed as like, taintest, yeah, like, I know the lo- yeah. lamest, Most corporate, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh brother. Yeah, but yeah, yeah like it, the rumor was that they were called that It was an acronym for Knights and Satan's Service. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my right, right.
3: But I mean, yeah, no, uh, like D and D was uh very frowned upon i remember i could play D at a certain point because there was a marvel version of it uh like a marvel D, and oh, that was less and your mom
1: was cool with that yes
3: because it was you were superheroes and there wasn't right. like goblins and dungeons and and right. stuff like that so i remember that was the one that we were allowed to play and she so she knew the
0: difference she was like no warlocks or
3: dragons i think that but- i went to her with that appeal well this one's a Marvel one. Gotcha, right. gotcha, gotcha. And it was uh, approved. Did you have a friend who sort of was like, we, yes. we should play? Yeah, and it was so much fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a blast. I mean, the, like the whole idea of that, I just did it for the first time maybe a couple months ago. And I was like, this is so much. I feel like I missed out a giant part of my childhood because I was like, this fun is, it's so much fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: like real d d Real D&D, D&D uh, is yeah. like
3: fun. It's a, it's a very imaginative yeah, kind of. story, right, yeah. I'm absolutely. like 30
2: years clean. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I really I haven't touched it since seventh grade. I, I uh I uh we have meetings. Uh, yeah, uh, sure. No, but it it was uh yeah, it was it was a blast. It's so yeah. fun. It it's a like, yeah. blast. The thing I was I was looking on my phone just now, I'm sorry, but um there's a movie called Dream Deceivers um, which I think is sort of an antecedent to this book. Um, it's about that case where a kid was listening to Judas Priest mm-hmm. and shot himself yes. oh, in the face. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember and, that. And, that was on like
1: court TV and stuff. Probably. Yeah, yeah.
2: And was left horribly disfigured and eventually died, but like was left horribly disfigured, so much so that when he's interviewed in the, in the uh, uh, documentary, he has to be subtitled. Because you can't understand Whoa, what he's saying, shit. and uh, they sue Judas Priest for allegedly backmasking uh, yes. satanic messages. Right. Yeah. right. And I th- I'm pretty sure this is something that Darnell, who's a big metalhead, was familiar with. And right. And I wonder if maybe there was a uh, if he was watching this movie and like, oh, that's an interesting character. I'd like to follow that yeah. guy through a little bit more. Yeah. And that it eventually finds out that you know there's no there's no action At all. to be taken. Right. Judas Priest are completely innocent. But it's so amazing too because you see Rob Halford. They have on to the testify. Stand. Yes. Mm-hmm. Rob I totally Halford a Watching suit it. on the stand yes. sitting there in like bum fuck Missouri somewhere yes. <laughs> like, never, never meant to any home I can't recommend it enough you can find it on YouTube I think uh, uh, the, Dream Deceivers that was what was so interesting
3: about uh, oh man I just I lost my train of thought up damn it Sorry. Uh, I'll come back to it no it, uh, um, I'll come back to it again. this would be the perfect time to take a quick break we'll come All right back to it we'll be back with
0: more reading aloud we're back with more Reading Aloud. Uh, Paul shear April Richardson, and John Ross Bower are with me. We're talking about Wolf and White Fan. And,
3: Paul, you were you had something to – I did, and yeah. I want to bring up that during the break we were talking about that court case being the basis for a very funny Mr. Show sketch about a kid who yeah. basically has no body. So you should watch <laughs> – that's I the funny about. version. The Titanic yeah. sketch. Yeah. High, yeah. Right. But what I, was, uh, what I was thinking about was – the bas- the backward masking section of this book, when, right. they, when he's watching the religious television show, like yes. that was oh, God. Yeah. amazing. And he calls into and the he calls uh, and with the devil voice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was fascinating to me too. And again, this like weird middle ground. I guess at a certain point, it's like, well, you can maybe what he's saying is, yeah, I can be into Conan books, uh, comics, all this like heavy metal, but I'm still going to kill myself. But it has nothing to do. With why I'm killing myself, even though, because he is kind of mocking yeah. the wolf and white van and 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 that then that whole culture. Yeah. Where, but at the end, he would be the po- like. I guess that, that's kind of what I was thinking too. Like he would be the poster boy for a case similar to this. Like yeah. this right. guy would be that guy. Like yeah. I mean, they yeah. would go, "Oh, the author of Conan. Like these Conan books are bad. Like you right. know, or, or whatever." Right. You know? right. So I thought that was interesting that that they're kind of leading you down this path. I just love that that whole section with those. Yeah, the, we should
2: have mentioned that earlier. That's a really good point, that he he firmly addresses the whole phenomenon of what influences kids and yeah. what the harm is. And what comes out in Dream Deceivers is that the parents are alcoholics and right. it's a terribly oh, violent, divisive home, and that's probably what drove the kid to put a shotgun in his mouth. And, um, and again, that takes us back to how Rather, Norm Sean's parents are. Yeah, but um, it's still uh, it's still interesting that he calls that out and basically denies it. Like whatever you do, don't blame the Conan books. don't right. blame this music.
0: So, do you think when he when he uh, used his devil voice and the woman hung up on him, that he was doing it to fuck with her, or was he like not that he was turning into the devil in that moment, but right. that it was a real honest moment for him, mm. or was he
3: just trying to fuck with a... Uh, you know I think it's a little half and half I think not that he had the devil but I think it was an anger like I think you saw this like deep well of just like Like it was like I'm gonna fuck with them, but it wasn't like good humored. Like it wasn't like it wasn't like oh it's gonna be fun. And he didn't enjoy it. No, he doesn't talk about like that was fun. I fucked with her. She just hung
0: up, and then we just moved on. Well, I think he wanted to move on. I think that that section of the book slams shut. The next exactly. I thought it was just
1: anger reacting to the guy on there, whoever the musician was supposed Mm -hmm. to be, being like this stuff is bad for you. Like don't listen to it. I thought it was just he was like I love that stuff. Like don't say that that stuff's bad. Like it's the stuff that it's the only thing that comforts me. How dare you say that? It's like yeah, you also bad. get the
3: sense that like he revels in, he wants in it to being, be bad. well. Not, no, not that he wants it to be bad, but he revels in like this more aggressive, like anger. Fuck you! Like I mean, he's like being the devil voice. He doesn't go in for the surgery or even take down the number of the guy to fix yes. his face. Oh right, yeah, You Think yeah, yeah. like he yes. may embrace this that he's thing. Scary. It's like I am this guy. I, yeah. You are scared of me. Yeah. Like, and even though the, he says things like, you That's know, right? I'm used I totally to
1: even, forgot him just blowing off the surgery yeah guy. right, surgery, right, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah.
3: so it's like there, there is maybe an interesting thing underneath like I don't want I don't I, I don't want to be liked I don't yeah. I mean and then of course like I've all we've all made prank phone calls no one's life should be based on a prank phone call that you make Or but but it's like but there was something ang- like, when I read that I just felt more deeply right. yeah cruel cruel or, or like yeah. in his mind like more angry than yeah, it, yeah. I don't know what
2: right. about that sea- the power thing that yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly right. again, yeah it's exactly. that kind of destructive like uh, power vibe that he's got
0: what about that strange scene where he he was woken up by that loud music from the car across mm-hmm. the street oh and then the guy Listen rams to, into the car yeah and he like off. looks oh, back yeah. and just yeah. hits and he the just gas and doesn't do anything and then yeah, he, yeah. and then he and, and he's he says I, maybe I should call 911 but I don't but if someone asks me I'll tell them right but I don't know what that was for why was that yes. passage in this book I don't the, the music was loud yeah the average person would be pissed off that they were woken up by loud music but he wasn't and he just stared and there was also about like getting eye contact with the guy
1: yeah. who was yeah. in the car
0: and like trying to intimidate him or to be like frighten, the
1: scary yeah blooming. to
0: frighten him
1: maybe it was to just show like this guy isn't that good of a dude I don't know uh, just another I, example he's of, yeah. not
3: a good dude like he, he definitely isn't right yeah. I mean cause, like, because like that
2: he's not a monster sca- but he's, there, yeah. he's there's like a harshness a a, yeah. uh, he's Almost, meanness.
3: I mean, but and and also you could also go like that game, is essentially a giant fuck you because yeah. it's like you'll yeah. never so he knows win. you're not gonna win. Yeah, and I'm gonna make you play until you stop or until you die. Or yeah, like you, you know, it. yeah, until you right. outgrow it. And it's like, and that's like to use people's time like that in a in a really. And I mean money. And, and, and he's yeah, and he's. Creating like, well, I'm I'm giving them this world and they can build into it. But it also is like to play a game with no end is not. Yeah, that's not part of the fun. Well, so right. much power has been taken away from him. Mm-hmm. He is he's been forced
0: to sit in this bed and stare at the ceiling, and and he he's completely um, handcuffed in his appearance. He can't live the life that he p- maybe wants to live. He only goes
2: shopping very early in the morning. Yeah, yeah. But
3: yet, when he has the option to fix that. He says, no. Yeah, well, he here's, here's, there's a passage
2: yeah. here that I loved, and I actually I, um, posted on Instagram, which now that I say it out loud is douchey. But here we <laughs> go. Uh, <laughs> but beginning of chapter nine, um, uh, there's a sort of a, a little sample paragraph I think is, is kind, of, kind of microcosm of, of his whole attitude. They freeze up when I open the door. You can see it happen. They're in a sort of imagined forward motion, ready to launch into whatever pitch they've come to give, yeah. and then the sight of me, arrest them mid-swing. Wielding this kind of power feels different from what I imagine people who crave power think they'll get mm. if they ever get their wish. Because this, this can't be what people want. Or maybe it is, and I just don't really understand how power works, I think, sometimes. But then I think about it some more, and I think, yes, I do know something about what power is, how it works, what it's like. I do know. Yeah, And absolutely. That, that was like – that's kind of the book in a nutshell to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, I, I was really struck by that passage of just like, oh, wow, there is – and maybe, you know, maybe that's it. Maybe is this is the kind of guy who tries to kill his parents. I like this book so much more now that we've talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say Funny. I found so yeah. much more real meat yeah. on these bones in in the past hour. Um, and, and rereading that paragraph just now – yeah, there's something about that guy wants to be in charge. That guy wants there's a certain like celebrity that comes with illness mm-hmm. or right. disfiguration, Absolutely. you know? Absolutely. Um it sounds like I'm I'm like harshing on so listen, you cocky disabled people. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's not <laughs> my <laughs> <laughs> intention, but, but it's is.
3: a push-pull. It's like he wants to be anonymous, like he with this game, but yet he wants to be seen by everybody and creep them out. And he right. but like it's it's like he's riding this line of yeah. Of two things. Like I don't know if he exactly knows what he wants. Yeah, and maybe right.
2: he's that maybe that's the reason why he mentions the threats that come in, even though nothing comes of the threats, because they're part of his fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're yeah. part of his notoriety, yeah. and right? Right? And there's right? Not a right. lot of it, but he's hanging on to it. Yeah, and right. it feels good. Yeah.
0: So do you think it, he feels good about getting those? Because he doesn't really say he gets those those uh, threatening letters. You think that sort of he gets off I on that as well? Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think
2: it's I mean, the the you know the personal parallel would be like when you when you find yourself in some sort of argument on Twitter and it's awful, obviously, Ugh, but there's also an adrenaline yeah. rush that comes. I from, know, totally. Know? Right. Yeah, um, I don't know
0: there was something um, one of the little passages that I highlighted because his description was really beautiful Um, it was about the About the girl who'd Carrie, I'll read it really quickly. Carrie's parents had flown in from Orlando. They'd been staying in a hotel by the freeway for weeks. It was a safe bet that their lawyer would have warned them by then about what to expect from my physical appearance. But unless you work in the medical field somewhere, you can't really be prepared to meet me, I don't think. It is always a surprise. It's just not a thought people can get their teeth around. Mm-hmm. Having to brace themselves to meet someone at whom it will be difficult to look, while he's talking, but whose speech they will strain to understand, wrap their teeth around. Strange right. metaphor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mixed the metaphor. Yeah,
2: a mixed metaphor. But it's there's very little that's clumsy about this book. Yeah. Uh, what is it about chewing
0: on a thought? It's just so. Uh, yeah. It's. Um, yeah, it's a lot more aggressive.
3: It's a yeah, lot more yeah, like dangerous and, and... Well, again, we're talking about a man who, I believe, understood that those two, uh, call them kids, but those two kids that killed themselves uh, were so invested in the world, mm-hmm. and they sent them a scalpel. Like, it, it, right. like Like, he knew where they were coming. Like, more than anyone else, he was connected to them. Like, he is... I think there are some very... Dark things going yeah, on there. I yeah. think there oh, are. Yeah. I just think that like he's not as innocent. His actions are almost more speak more than his uh, than his words. Right. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah at a certain point.
0: would you guys think about it being um, called Wolf in White Van? What would you, that whole that, that entire metaphor, that passage in the book, uh, Wolf in, in White Van. what right. I was sort of confused as to what that meant. And why that was pulled from this entire book to be the title of this novel. Well, it's a
2: very threatening suburban image, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a very, like, the white van is the one that, like, you know, who could help me with this couch, you know? Yeah, yeah it's, exactly. It's, it's got that association. Are about a size eight? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, he
3: yeah. is a guy who, on the out, like, maybe, like, you would expect nothing of him because he is this injured person who is a... a essentially like a wreck of a person, but inside Inside he is a wolf. I kind of thought that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, I didn't think about that until we just talked about it. Yeah. 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 White
2: is always, you know, it's purity and innocence and, and, and and all these things, but inside there's a wolf, you know, Yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's an interesting – of all the things to call this book, you could have called it Trace Italia. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. could have called it Choices, guys. Choices. Choices. Uh, you, uh, you probably shouldn't have. <laughs> I kind of um,
1: liked it, though. Like, I kind of liked that he chose that because yeah. I also thought that, too. I thought, like, the white van is a sort of, like, whatever, but then, yeah, the wolf inside. Yeah, benign inside. image, yeah. But then I liked – when I was reading that passage of the people on the God Channel saying, you know, this is what it says, and you play it backwards, wolf and white van, which – That phrase alone, you're just like, yeah, whatever, and then trying to make it a satanic thing. Like the guy being like, well, the Bible says wolves do this and – like, I, yeah, it was a sort of – I liked it that it – yeah, not only just the image of the van and the wolf inside, but the phrase itself seemingly meaningless, but people trying to attach evil to it. Give it
3: a sinister – Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe the idea is is that like – Where people say that that, you know, that is a sinister thing, but there is no reason why he shot himself in the face. There is no, like, there is no wolf in white van for him. Like, it wasn't a Conan book. It wasn't a thing. It was just... Who knows? Like yeah. there is no, it's the universe that you'll never understand, but it's yeah. out there. Like it's like. Maybe you'll maybe never
1: that, solve the game. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: It's really specific that the, that the final moment of the book,
0: I mean, six words before it ends is the feeling, the cool feeling of the gun under his chin. And then the book is over. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's, I, I was a really strong. I, 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 the way that it builds up to that final moment. I, and that you don't, Get to see any more past that, mm-hmm. I think is really chilling. Or you chilling. just have
2: sat right seen everything right past yeah. that, but you haven't seen the immediate aftermath. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly right. Yeah, uh, this has been a blast. Yeah, uh, so totally. Much so much so fun. fun. I'm so glad that my uh, my guests, uh, Paul Shear, April Richardson, and John Ross Bowie, join me today for this book club. And thanks for listening to Reading Aloud. Um, the next book is called The Uh. The Love Affairs of Nathaniel P. by Adele Waldman. It was mentioned in episode two of Reading Aloud. Kevin, who works at Skylight Books, mentioned it and brought it up and was one of his favorite books. I think it came out a year or so ago. And I've read the first ten pages, and it's great. Um, So pick it up, The Love Affairs of Nathaniel P., Adele Waldman, and read it. And then I think the third week in December is when the... uh, that book uh, club podcast will air. So get in your thoughts to readingaloudpodcast at gmail.com and be a part of it. And thanks so much for listening.
3: Oh, you hit me like a hurricane. Oh! Oh, you hit me like a hurricane. Oh, you hit me like a
0: hurricane. Listeners, help Reading Aloud stay free to download by completing this short, anonymous survey. It will take no more than five minutes, and your answers will help match our show with advertisers that best fit the sensibilities of our podcasts and our listeners like you. So when you have to listen to ad reads, they're more catered to you which really helps us. So listeners who complete the survey will be entered in an ongoing monthly raffle to win a $100 Amazon gift card. And we promise not to share or sell your email addresses and we won't send you anything. You just have to go to podsurvey.com slash nate. That's podsurvey.com slash nate. Take the survey and get a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. We'll see you next week.
1: Pop pop pop
0: pop 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 is part of Midroll Media, executive produced by Adam Sachs, Matt Goyle,
1: and Paul Shear.